Today, my friends, I'm going to save you a lot of time and wasted energy. So I've told you the first question that I usually get, that I usually ask new agents or people that are looking to transition when they come into my office. I ask them their why. But one of the first questions I am often asked, how much money can I expect to make? What does a 100% commission really look like? To win, to thrive, it's a simple formula and one I'm going to share with you today. Hello, my friends, Kenny Stevens here, and welcome to Rookie Real Estate, where your road to success begins right here and right now. Whether you're looking to transition from your day job to your dream job, or you're on the road to your first 50 transactions, success is in the details, my friends, and we're gonna unpack the fundamental principles required for you to thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. Thank you for subscribing and keep the stories coming. It's so great to hear success stories and I even love hearing about roadblocks you've overcome, things you didn't see coming and how you were able to push through. So we'll start working those stories into the podcast and answering some of your questions, their strength and numbers. And with all four of you guys listening, we're going to be unstoppable. All right. If you're using the Anchor app, feel free to hit record and ask your question or share a quick story. Your contributions could be the encouragement a listener needs to keep fighting their way to success. And there are so many things that fill our minds. So much noise in our head that keeps us running the rat race with little to no results. We constantly fill our lives with busyness, often to impress people we may not even like that much. I know there have been times in my life I've struggled with this balance. When I was 16 years old, my sister was diagnosed with adult acute leukemia on her 17th birthday. After an intensive 11-month battle, she died just two weeks before her 18th birthday. I can't tell you how many different ways that shaped my life. But the point I want to focus on today is life is short and there's a lot of needless noise that we allow to fill our minds and the results steer our life into a maze of unproductive turmoil. Gaining that clarity at a young age has helped me with my love for life, the energy that I carry, the way that I look at things. I'm great at knowing what I want and finding a way to get it. I've never been scared of a challenge and hard work. Guys, this journey of life requires a little sweat equity at times. But please don't forget your why and enjoy the adventure. I'm hoping this podcast will help you weed out some of the noise and avoid the things that just make you appear busy and unproductive. Because depending on where you are in this process, either considering a career in real estate or already a licensed agent, you are the boss. 
Finally, you've made it to the top of the food chain. The CEO, the chief executive officer of You Inc. Casting a vision, I'm sure, for your career in real estate and building a vision statement, launching your one, three, and five-year goals systematically, dreaming big, and hopefully implementing a strategy for success, right? You're also the, the CFO. I'm sure you've itemized every possible expense, calculated your risk, built a scale of compensation to finally pay yourself what you've always deserved, right? Oh, and don't forget, you're also the COO too, the Chief Operations Officer. You've met, vetted, and built your strategic business alliances with all the possible partners you will ever need to thrive in business. The road is bright. Energy is pumping through your veins. Forbes 500 is literally rapidly approaching you within reach. Then you wake up from your dream. Roll out of bed and turn off the alarm clock. It's 5 a.m. Now what? Although I'm making light of these fancy titles, there's truth mingled in. You have just launched into You Inc. And Inc. means incorporated, so You Inc. You, in most states, you'll be an independent contractor that will merely hang your license with a broker. Nobody is there to micromanage you. It's you, baby. You're the boss. You're responsible for going out there, killing something, and dragging it home. Your family is counting on you. There are bills to be paid and mouths to feed. At some point in this process, hopefully pretty early, you've asked the question, how do I make money in real estate? Of course, you've got to sell houses, but how do you do that? How many do you have to sell to survive? How many transactions do you need to justify the transition in careers? How many do you need to thrive, to save for retirement? So I've told you the first question that I usually get, that I usually ask new agents or people that are looking to transition when they come into my office. I ask them their why. But one of the first questions I am often asked, how much money can I expect to make? What does a 100% commission really look like? I've talked pretty highly of my billion dollar mentor, Terry DeSams, who launched his real estate career at the age of 38. Did I mention that his first year in business, he spent 115% of what he made. Yep, he spent more money than he actually made in his first year. I bet you weren't expecting to hear that from a billion dollar agent. Have you ever known a highly successful person? If you have, it's not likely that they were the one to tell you that. It was something you heard from somebody else. This guy's successful, man. He's killing it. Because really successful people don't go talking about their success, I assure you. And if they are, they're probably not that successful. But I'm talking about the kind of success where nothing really seems to get them worked up. A cool cat. They're as solid as a rock with their emotions. Decisive. Confident. And their speed of implementation is astounding. They function with surgical precision. 
When you meet a person like that, you may automatically assume it's because they are rich that they can be this cool cat, right? What they poss- what could they possibly worry about? They're already rich. That could not be further from the truth. I know rich people. I'm trying to get there myself. I've picked their brains. I've asked them questions. I've tried to dig in deep or as deep as they would let me. They are massively successful and wealthy because they only focus on what matters most. Expending the maximum amount of effort on the dollar producing activity. They don't let everybody else drown or they go ahead and let everybody else drown in all the logistical nightmares in the rat race. They know exactly what it takes to make money and they go do that. When I first got my license and launched full-time into real estate myself, there was this guy always walking around the office once or twice a day. I mean, just making his rounds, saying, hey, how you doing? What's going on? You know, a genuine caring guy and as relaxed and cool as a cucumber. Now, I really like this guy, but also could not figure out how such a high-producing, successful realtor who closed more transactions in a year than most do in a career could be walking around so chill, so even killed. Here I was, two deals working, both of which were holding on by a thread, and I'm running around the office like a chicken with my head cut off, full of determination, but bouncing into everything and having no idea which direction to run. I was just running until all the blood ran out each day. Now, I already told you that I wasn't the sharpest knife in the drawer and sometimes a little slow on the uptake, but let me tell you what I learned very quickly by being around highly successful producers such as this guy. What they focus on was so much more simple and massively productive. They had already learned what dollar producing activity was necessary in order to be successful, in order to reach their goals, to win, to thrive. It's a simple formula and one I'm going to share with you today. Today, my friends, I'm going to save you a lot of time and wasted energy. After last week's episode of how to develop your why, I can now help you know your number. Extreme laser focused intensity. People are always talking about setting goals, but how can you set a goal without knowing the formula necessary to reach the goal? I want to help you figure out what level of effort is necessary for you to complete a business plan, to be able to obtain, to have you know, a challenge, but yet an attainable goal. Guys, let's get this right the first time. There are some amazing men and women in this profession who crash and burn from all the noise that distracts and drowns otherwise productive agents. Being the CEO, the CFO, the COO of you incorporated, you've got to have a business plan outlining your goals and how 
you plan to reach those goals. And we're going to talk about how through all these podcasts, we're going to dive into each topic. But to begin with, we've got to know your number. You have to create a budget to cover the costs and expenses of your business plan. This will require a detailed business budget as well. Now, some of you just turned off when I said the word budget. Stick with me here. It's simple. Not only do you have to pour money into your business in order for it to grow, you have to create personal family budgets and personal growth goals and family goals as well. They have to be intertwined. They're not separate. Because if you're not productive at home and loving your wife, and if you got children or your spouse uh, or a girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, if you're not doing that, you're not going to be fruitful at work. There's a load that carries with you when you go to work. And if it's rough at home and you're not doing what it takes at home and don't have those goals set and spending the time that you need to, then you cannot be productive at work for any length of time. You can fake it for a while. And sometimes we got to do that. But get it right, both at home and at work. Don't separate the two. Let's make them together. Personal goals, business goals. The money's going to go both ways going to funnel through them. I personally feel you need a family meeting with those who will be affected by your launch into real estate. Building a family budget, creating expectations based on facts and not necessarily on the dream. Now remember, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. Each year, my wife and I create a word or a phrase as a theme for that year. We began this concept when we started having our new year launch party with our company and with our team uh, members. And we celebrate the accomplishments of the previous year and we give out awards. It's a lot of fun and celebration. But we also reveal that year's company goals and how we plan to reach those goals so that everybody is on the same page. It creates a, a culture of direction and focused intensity so that everybody knows where we're going and how we're going to get there and what their role in that looks like. We reveal that every year, uh, given years in the company party, uh, which is, you know, Tara and I work really hard building up to that. We usually, the third week or fourth week of January, we have this party. And I I always remember, I work on goals November, December, and we work on the company goals together. But it's always so, like a load has been lifted off of our shoulders when we finally release that to our agents. And then many shoulders are carrying the goal of the entire ship, steering it together pushing down the waters, going through the waves together. It doesn't seem like quite the burden when we share it. That's why we're sitting down with our family, the ones that your transition is going to affect the most. My wife and I, you know, it's our job to create an environment where our agents can thrive. This requires the same effort I'm asking of you, but on a larger scale. It's the same formula. One year our theme was know your number. And Terry DeSams broke down what that meant. But he started with the end in mind. He asked us, how much money per month would you need in order to retire successful and happy? 
Then he started working the numbers necessary in order for you to reach that desired amount. I had never really looked at 20 years from now. You know, what, what age do I want to retire? I mean, we save for retirement. We put into the market. We, we buy real estate properties. Uh, we're, we're fighting and digging and saving and scraping. But I wasn't thinking about the last day of work. And then what's the next month look like on income? How much do I need that to be? How much do I want that to be in order to feel like I, my life's work is going to produce a retirement of happiness and, and success and what I want to do from that point? And when he started working the numbers backwards, it gave me a whole different vision of how to set my goals. It was, it was really strategic, uh, but yet so simple at the same time. As simple as third grade math. Merely adding and subtracting a few simple numbers. All of our retirement goals may be different, but if you can see the finish line before you start the race, you know where you're going. The entire route may not be clear. Surely you can get over a few bumps along the way as long as you know where the finish line is. Dave Ramsey always said, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. Now, I don't know if he was quoting somebody else, but I always remember Dave saying that. And that always sticks uh, in my mind. If you aim at nothing, you're guaranteed to hit it every time. Know your number. Ready, ready, set, 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 set. So here we go. So the question at hand, how much money can I expect to make in real estate? Now keep in mind that this is a nationwide podcast and every city and every state may be a little bit different. There's no set commissions in our industry that can go from 1 to 9, 10, 12%, period. It's not set anywhere. So I'm going to talk in generalities. With just a little bit of research in your area, you can find out what the norm is, whether speaking to another broker, another agent, getting the guidelines so that you can create this formula yourself. So I'm going to be very broad here, but we've got to have numbers in order to create the example. So you can get a more accurate range where you live and plug these numbers in. So just for example, let's assume that traditionally a listing agent and this example is going to get a seller to agree to pay 6% commission based on the final purchase price of their home. And let's assume that the listing agent is willing to split that 6% with a cooperating buyer's agent. Therefore, both agents, listing and buyer's agent, getting 3% commission for a total of six. All right? Now the next figure we have to figure out is what is the average sales price of a home in your area. Now that too is simple. Internet search can probably get that for you. Speaking to another broker, uh, speaking to your broker, if you've already got one, Uh, but you got to know what number is the average sales price in your area. There's going to be some lower, there's going to be some a lot bigger, but let's just go for average. For this example, let's assume it's 400,000 on average. Now let's take $400,000 times 3%, which is 0.03, and that will give us a $12,000 commission. 
And likely, likely you're gonna have an arrangement with a managing broker of the firm where you hang your license and for the broker to deduct their split uh, of that $12,000. It comes off the top, right off the bat. Now, we'll soon discuss the process of locating brokerages and uh, where to hang your license and what are the pros and cons, what the different splits are. But again, for simplicity here, let's assume you, you generated this lead and your broker split is gonna be 10% of the 12,000. That means you just earned $10,800 paycheck. And again, assuming that you're in a 25% tax bracket, you'll be able to take home $8,100 after Uncle Sam gets his cut. All right, so that was a lot of information, just really quick summary. You closed $400,000 home, netted a little over $8,000 after your broker split and holding out taxes. So really about eight grand is gonna be the number we're gonna talk about from this point on. Now, how many self-generated closings will you need to meet your desired results, to achieve your goals? All the way, think retirement, and then back it up from there. Years, months, weeks. Let's get it down to the simplest number. To achieve your goals with 8,000 times, let's just say 12 closings, that would be $96,000 in one year. That's one closing per month. You've only got to get 12 people to agree to work with you in a given year to make almost $100,000 with this example. What? 12 people, one person in 30 days convinced to work with you. You can do that, right? All right, let me put that into perspective. Here in the greater Nashville area, there are 14,000 agents in my market. 7,000 of those agents did not close one transaction last year in one of the hottest real estate markets we've ever seen. The other 7,000 averaged three transactions. Really the numbers come down to about 1,000 to 1,200 agents do the majority of the heavy lifting. I'm not saying that to scare you or to push you away, but I want reality to be truth so that you can plan and have the information needed. I just said, is it as simple as one transaction or one person per month for one transaction a month times 12 to make a hundred grand? That does seem possible, but there's a lot of people that don't know how to get the ball rolling. 96,000 gross profit your first year. Now let's assume you're not Terry DeSalms and don't spend 115% of your profit uh, in your first year. Let's just say you spent half of your profit of that 96,000 on business development, marketing expenses, uh, the given overhead necessary to be an agent, you would still make $50,000 your first year, which would be amazing first year. That, my friends, with the proper plan, a powerful why, and a massive amount of dollar-producing activity is possible for your first year. Your second year, 
you've gotten the jitters out, you've sharpened your skills. I personally believe and have seen many agents do this on a regular basis, have a business plan to capture one new buyer or seller per week. Giving them 48, or 48 transactions per year with taking four weeks of vacation because there's 52 weeks in a year. One person per week, 48 transactions per year, four weeks vacation. All with one focus in a given week. Capture one person in a seven day period. Now a while ago I was talking about a 30 day period. We're talking about year two, maybe year three. In 168 hours in a given week, do you think it's possible to capture one person to buy or sell a house with you? If we use the formula above that we used earlier, it would give you a gross commission of $384,000 per year. You'll probably need to adjust how much you subtract for taxes, but you, my friend, just bumped a couple of tax brackets. But that is possible for just one required task per week. I was talking about incredibly focused, rich people do exactly what needs to be done to generate business, dollar producing activities. They cut out the noise. They literally have to get one person per week to get $384,000 per year based on the formula we used earlier. How would you like to get up every Monday and only have one thing to do for that week? Before I came to real estate agent, my wife wanted to attend this huge conference in Vegas. It was a certified residential specialist celebration is how I think they say it. Now only 3% of the agents in the world earn this designation, this title of certified residential specialist. And once every year, they get together to share what's working in their business. The top agents across the country vomit all they know and their best practices all over you. It's amazing. I decided to attend this conference with her because at that point we were already working on my plan to transition. Now I was still an officer. I hadn't got my license yet, but we were, we were saving the money, making the plan to transition. It was an incredible week and I was overwhelmed to say the least. However, one of the speakers was a kid from Texas. And I say kid only because he looks like he was 14. He was an adult. Each day they had a feature speaker and then a bunch of breakout sessions. This kid was one of the last to speak. He stood there and said that he had closed 111 transactions his very first year in real estate. I was shocked. I remember leaning over to my wife and asking her and whispering, is that possible? as if the guy would lie in front of all those people. Now, he also shared about how it almost ruined his life. The stress put him in the hospital. Working excessive hours almost ruined his, mess, uh, his marriage. I think he even had a kid somewhere in that process. I can't remember, it was several years ago. But two things burned into my memory that day. I now had a mental picture that it was actually possible to close over a hundred homes in one year. That was powerful, my friends, and secretly I wanted to be that productive. I could see the vision now. I knew 
If that guy could do it, it could be done. And the second thing, you must have a plan in order to succeed and enjoy that success. All the commission in the world would not be worth losing everything that mattered. That guy to get up on stage in front of hundreds of people and be that transparent. Yes, talk about a success, but talk about how he almost lost everything because of it. That's my formula. I told you it was simple. I said it's basic math. Average amount of the home times 0.03. Subtract your split, whatever that is. Take out taxes and then use those funds to apply to your family budget and to your business budget. Any extra you add to that formula is noise. It's distraction. Figure out how much money you need per month to enjoy retirement and how many years you've got to get there. And then do the math. Number of transactions times average sales price, subtract splits, all that back into it with a weekly goal. So all you have to do is focus on one thing per week for your formula for success. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Start with a family budget. Normally, you would take your salary income and subtract your monthly expenses and whatever's left over is gravy, right? Now, hoping you didn't run out of money before you ran out of month. Now, when you're 100% commission-based, you make a list of all your monthly expenses first and then prioritize those expenses in the order of importance. Taxes, food, shelter, utilities, insurance, gas, Braces, tires, oil chains, retirement. List everything in order of importance. If you only buy tires once every other year, divide that total expense by 24 and put that in your monthly budget. List everything. If you're married, do it together. Two sets of eyes are better than one. Then when you get a commission check, start paying those expenses in descending order from top to bottom. Hopefully you'll have enough money left over at the end of the list. Keep in mind that you no longer have a guaranteed income. You're now being paid based on your production. Your first commission check may only cover the first five items. The next commission check will hopefully cover several more and so on, starting over every month. This is why we talked about transitioning with a plan, not just jumping in it. If you don't have three to six months worth of expenses, this could become a problem really, really quickly. Because in real estate, you are 45 to 60 day cycle. Meaning if you had already a willing and able buyer on the very first day you got your license and you were able to lock in a contract on the first home they looked at, it would still be 30 to 45 days maybe even 60, depending on your market, before you would get paid your first $8,000. That's a lot of ifs, right? Man, did some of the oxygen literally just leave the room? Is a career in real estate even possible? Yes. Success is possible. That's what I'm trying to lay out for you. 
I'm a normal guy who has done well in real estate. I've also recruited, trained, and mentored others who have been successful in real estate, in their real estate journey. But you can no longer fly by the seat of your pants. It's time to put your big boy and big girl shoes on and get to stepping. Know your number. Nobody's going to do it for you. But this could be the first time in your entire life that you get ba- you get paid based on your production and what you kill and drag home every single week, every single month. You could literally change your family stars in this profession and serve many people along the way. Please subscribe to this podcast and continue with me in this adventure. Seek wise counsel by qualified professionals when you get ready to start breaking down the budgets and the building plans. Uh, You want to get a financial planner. You want a CPA, maybe a tax attorney. I want to walk you through this journey. I want you to win. And yes, winning is possible. I saw the kid do it. 111 transactions his first year. The creative vision. I'm talking about one per month. Equal 12 transactions to get $100,000 in gross profit. It is very, very possible. And together, we're going to figure out how why, how your why can make it work for you. This Rookie Real Estate Podcast is edited by Scott Parker. All of the content is written by me, your host, Kenny Stevens. Rookie Real Estate is powered by DeSalms Real Estate in Franklin, Tennessee. I can say that with this in mind. The vision of DeSalms Real Estate is to be an empowering partner, bringing agents, clients, and communities home. Simply put, we bring you home. This podcast is not designed to recruit agents, but it does align with our vision. We want to be an empowering partner to bring agents home. My dream for this content is that it can be used by any brokerage, any agent, and the vast community of those who have dreamed of a career in real estate. I want to educate those on the road to their first 50 transactions. And I want to help ensure that those transitions from their day job to their dream job succeed in the process if at all possible. Until next week, my friends, better your best.